first time I went on a coffee date with someone, which is a verification date, by the way. I learned all about this because I picked the guy's brains about it. And so we met up for coffee and I remember giving myself a pep talk in the car. I'm like, Madison, you can do this. You can do this. <laughs> this is a coffee date, mind you. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Pan and Unicorn, the relationship podcast. We are here for episode two. Numero dos. Numero dos. And I just first off want to say thank you to everyone for all the love and support that you guys gave us from the first episode. It's really, really hard to open up and share all that personal information on the internet and the stuff I've been keeping in for a really long time. And it felt really good to get it off my chest and to be vulnerable. And I just want to say thank you to everyone that left so many sweet comments and DMs and everything. I really, really appreciate it. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you guys so much. The uh, support, um, a bunch of you guys shared your stories. We had a bunch of you guys um, sign up for the Facebook group, which mm -hmm. was awesome. Big shout out to my cousin Amy for the text this morning. Yeah. Appreciate the love. I love Amy. You honestly, you have the best family. His family is so loving, supportive, warm, welcoming. They're just the sweetest everyone. Very lucky. Yeah. I have a great family. Also, mm -hmm. we got some messages about sending some love, which mm -hmm. is awesome. So I hope all of you guys participated yeah. uh, last time in sending some love. We will do it again this episode. Yeah. So that was awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys. Um, make sure to follow us on all our socials. If you want to keep up to date with new podcast episodes and giveaways and everything, uh, we can follow us on TikTok at Panda Unicorn, basically at Panda Unicorn everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So TikTok, Instagram, and then we also have a Facebook group and a Facebook page now. And we are creating a Facebook group because we wanted to be able to create a supportive community. I am in a, a lot of Facebook groups. Ross didn't even know these were a thing, but right. I'm in a lot and I love it because I love, like I'm in one for little sleepies and I love how supportive that community is. So if you're struggling or anything, we can help each other through those times. Yeah, it's and, also a private group. So yeah. only, you know, the people that we allow in will be in. And mm -hmm. then this last weekend, um, for the people that participated, thank you so much. We asked uh, what was a great date night movie. Yeah. And we got some great movies from Madison and I to watch, um, which was awesome. Yeah. So thank you, guys. So make sure you follow us all on the socials. Everything will be linked down below for you. And the newsletter, I want to talk about the newsletter really quickly. So we're getting ready to launch the newsletter. We're by next week. Hopefully next week. Um, so stay tuned for that. We will keep you guys updated. I will post on Instagram where you can sign up for it. We're just trying to get all the itty-bitty details done. It's just it's a lot of work. A lot of work. And so, the, uh, once we launch the newsletter, um, we're going to do a big giveaway to the Panda Unicorn store. Mm -hmm. So if you sign up for the newsletter, there's a chance that you're going to be able to get $100 to the Pen and Unicorn store. And get some merch stuff, which is awesome. I cannot wait. I have some stuff getting shipped right now that I picked out. And you guys, you have to go check it out. It's at Pan or it's panunicorn.com. Yeah. Super easy. You can go get drinkware. You can get sweatshirts. The sweatshirts that we picked out are so cute. I'm like so ready to wear them. And I got like oversized ones so I could just feel comfy for the winter time. Uh, but yeah, we've got some great pieces over there. Also, if you guys have any recommendations of what you would want to see on there more of let us know because we can get anything on there yeah so and we really appreciate it you know for all of you guys that have already purchased thank you so much mm -hmm. you guys wearing our stuff around town and drinking out of the water bottles and coffee mugs and just showing other people they can ask what is pan and unicorn it's the best way to help us you know spread kind of the podcast and what we're trying to do here so mm -hmm. we really 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 appreciate it yeah so first off Get it before we get in the episode. We should send some love. Let's so do it. This is a send segment. some love. Take out your phone. <laughs> yeah. Find someone you love. Anybody, family member, friend. Um, text them. We're hoping that all of you guys get into this habit with your own boyfriends, girlfriends, uh, lovers. Yes. Text. Ooh, Madison's actually sending some real love today. This is a long message for her. <laughs> I am. So proud of her. You're going to laugh at this one. 
uh, it feels really good to receive the love. So hopefully you guys start sending your friends and family some love. Yes. Just whenever, just a quick message. And I know that people appreciate it. And if you uh, got any really cool messages back of love, we'd love to hear about them. So if you can share on you know YouTube comments or on Instagram, anything that uh, people wrote back would be sweet. Yeah, that'd be great. So who did you send some love to? My friend, Michael Hartman. Yeah. Oh, I met Michael, didn't I? Briefly mm -hmm. in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Your LinkedIn buddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> I sent some to Lauren, my girl. She was so funny. She sent me a video of watching the first podcast. And she's like, I cannot believe I didn't get a text message. I'm like, I'm sending you one tomorrow. So I love her. She's so much fun. She's been such a... You're, I'm going to talk a little bit more about her in this episode because it goes hand in hand with everything. But she's been a really good friend of mine through the divorce process and getting me back out there. And yeah, I think my cousin Todd was like, wait, what? You didn't send me love? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyways, make sure you send some love, you guys. This episode is going to be a little bit more lighthearted, a little bit more fun. Um, it's going to be exciting. <laughs> We're going to be talking all about dating after divorce and how we met and how that all went. And yeah, that was a crazy time. Yeah, it's a crazy time. So let's get mm -hmm. into episode two. Thank you guys so much yeah. for the love and support. We appreciate it. If you guys have any crazy dating app stories, please let us know about them. Share your stories. Madison, yeah. I love, love, love hearing about them. Yeah, <laughs> I love hearing about the dating app stories. I always ask him about his stories and I'm like, now I can finally ask you and you won't get mad because he hates about it when I talk, ask him about the past. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a CIA at work. I know. I'm always trying to figure things out. Always. All right. So anyways, so. So the first thing we need to start with for episode two, and everybody asked, the first questions we got a lot about was our divorce. The second question was, how'd you meet? How'd you meet? How'd you meet Madison? How'd you meet Madison? <laughs> and we get that all the time. Even yesterday at Pickleball. Like, hey, how did you guys meet? Yeah. And I always get to say the same response every time. <laughs> you get so happy like about this. It's the proudest moment of my life. <laughs> Madison picked me up on Hinge. <laughs> I did. I did. So if you guys don't know what Hinge is. Yeah. So Hinge is a dating app. There's so shout many. Shout out to Hinge. Shout out to Hinge. There are so many out there, you guys. Like there's Bumble, Hinge, The League, uh, Match. There's tons of different ones, right? Something I'm fish. Sure I, I don't yeah. know. Uh, there's tons. So I was on Hinge one night and... I kind of use this as like my way to get myself back out there because honestly, the last time I, okay, first off, I was in a marriage for 12 years before the dating app period. There was so no, was I never had dating apps back yeah, in the day. Never had them back in the I day. I don't even know when dating apps came out. They came out shortly after, well, you had Tinder that came out like shortly after. Was like, Tinder the first big one? I think Tinder was the first big one. And okay. then there was other ones. And, um, my girl, Lauren, she does my lashes. She's a good friend of mine now. And she, she always tells me about her crazy dating app stories. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I don't have to date. And then all of a sudden she, we're laughing because she's like, I love how you always say like, I'm so glad I'm not having to date now. And now you're dating. And I'm like, I know. So she got me on the dating apps and one that I quickly love was Hinge. So basically I was laying in bed one night and, you know, lonely, tired, and blah, blah, blah. So I go on there, and I see Ross's profile. I start scrolling through it, and I'm like, oh, he seems like a really good dad because, you know, you had pictures of your kids and stuff. And then he had this one quote on there that really resonated with me because this is something that I really live by, too. And it says, life is short, be kind. And I really liked that because I was like, that's how I am. And that's my motto. So... Basically, I liked it, and then he accepted it, which I didn't know that was a thing, but you have to accept it. And then I wrote to him, how's your night going? <laughs> so I, I also, like, I liked his post, and then I was the first one to DM as well. So he loves to tell that story. I do love to tell that story. And for all of you that are not on dating apps or have never been on a dating app, um, basically on Hinge, you create a profile, it asks you questions that you can answer to kind of mm -hmm. talk more about yourself. And one of them said like mantra, 
And I just wrote like, life is short, be kind. Yeah. So that was like my mantra. And then it allows you to do pictures. And now it has video. I think yeah. when I first started Hinge, it didn't have video. And maybe it, it was added later. Yeah. Well, but, no, you put videos on when we... I, I, uh, well, that was later. Yeah. That was one yeah. of them. But anyway, so I put some pictures on and I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea what how to create a profile. I didn't know what I should put, what I shouldn't put. But I figured... Um, I put some picture of the kids and that of me and the kids together. Yeah, it was really good because you really wanted people to know that you had kids. You didn't want to hide that fact. Which some people, in hindsight was a good idea, but I'm not that smart. It didn't do that like planned. It just, I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't have any recent pictures of myself and I didn't take any selfies and nobody was taking pictures of me. <laughs> so the only pictures I had were of me and the kids. <laughs> If you go on my Instagram, it's me and the kids. Yeah, it's true. That's how it is with you. Yeah. yeah. I didn't have any pictures, so it's what I did. Yeah. And it worked out. Let's go. I know. It did work out for you, for both um, of us. And then for me, um, so the way Hinge works is she liked my thing and it popped up that like she liked it. And then I think like 30 minutes, I accept it that like I want to have you, a conversation with you, her. And then a minute later, I wrote you. Because then once <laughs> I accepted it, then she wrote back like, hey, how's your night going? Mm -hmm. And I looked at her and I was like, this isn't real. This is by far the hottest girl <laughs> I have seen on Hinge in however many months I've been on. Like... I don't know, like, is am I getting catfished? Is this a joke? <laughs> like, what is going on here? Well, you wrote back to me and we texted, we DM'd a little bit and then I wouldn't sign on for like a week. Then I'd be like, sorry, I'm horrible about using this app. Because I, I turn off all my notifications on my phone, you guys. Like, I otherwise it'd be just blown up like Yeah, crazy. when you're the hottest girl on Hinge, you literally get like 500 messages a day from guys. But not just like that. I have notifications turned off for everything. Otherwise, my phone would just be constantly, like, from every app. So I just turn everything off. And so that's what I did. So I only signed on the app, like, when I would remember about it. And so I went – so I said, sorry, I'm never really on here multiple times. And then you finally said, can I get your number? Maybe we can meet yeah, up sometime. Yeah, and actually, that was, like, a good lesson for me early on because I think you – when did you um, like that September? Yeah. So I'd only been on the apps, like, a couple months. And um, I didn't realize that, like – this is advice for all the guys out there. When you're on an app and a girl starts talking to you on the apps, um, try and get her number ASAP because you can text her. She'll get your text and she can't really lie. I mean, Madison tried to lie a few times and she didn't get my text. But the apps, like the girls would be like, I'm never on here. And mm -hmm. in fairness to the girls, I've seen Madison's. I've seen you know some other girls I was talking to. There's like 7,000 messages from guys a day. And so it's impossible for them. But if you can somehow work your way through a short conversation and be like, hey, can I get your number? I'll text you there. It's easier for me and easier mm -hmm. for you. If they give you your number, then you got a chance. Yeah. So I gave you my number. You consistently reached out to me. We finally met for coffee in November. Yeah, we so talked we, for like... So that was September. We didn't meet for coffee until November. I kept texting her and being like, hey, let's meet up. And she kept ghosting me. And then she'd write back like a week later. Then I'd be like, hey, when can you meet up? Then I wouldn't hear from her for like a week or two. And my mindset was just like, okay, she hasn't said no yet. <laughs> She's the hottest girl by far that I've talked to. She liked me first. She also has kids. She lives near me. Like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to keep until you're, she says no. You're so persistent. So I was persistent. And then you asked me to be your girlfriend on February 4th. Okay. You guys, it was the, I have to tell this story because it was the cutest story. So he comes over. Oh, and no, let's preface it with she said something to me before of like, I'm not your girlfriend. Oh, because you were calling me your girlfriend. I'm like, I'm not your girlfriend until you actually ask me. Exactly. So she told me I had to ask her to yeah. be my girlfriend. So then I started thinking, okay, well, how am how do I like? I don't know. I don't. Last time I asked a girl to be my girlfriend, it was maybe when I was in like eighth grade, and then she's like, "Do you want to go with me?" And then the girls were like, "Well, where do you want to go?" <laughs> I think that's like that would not be my girlfriend. Yeah, but this was really sweet. What do guys. kids do nowadays? How do they, how do kids today ask to like, hey, do you want to be my girlfriend? I don't know if it's still the same thing that they didn't. I don't know. 
What do I you guys do out there? What do you, you do? You guys are listening. Like, how do you ask someone to be your girlfriend? And now you can hear how I asked Madison, but I didn't really know what to do. Well, it was really sweet with what you did. He showed up with a, was it an orchid? Okay. Was that the flower? Yeah. Okay. He, I, I ended up killing it like a, like a week or two later, but <laughs> that's, that's besides the point. But he showed up with this really beautiful orchid and then he told me to close my eyes. So I, cl- I was like, oh my God, what's he doing? Like I was so confused. So I closed my eyes and then he tells me to open them up and he's on his knees or like his knee, like kneeling down and he had a ring pop in his hand and he goes, will you be my girlfriend? It was the cutest thing ever. And I didn't hesitate for a second. I was like, yes. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. I, uh, I could afford a ring pop. And uh, <laughs> that's how she became my girlfriend. I loved it. I'm like one that like, it's like those little things where they really put thought into it. It's not about what the gift is. It's about the thought that's put in the what's put behind it and you always did little things like that for me like he knows how much I love straws and so he was at the store at the grocery store with his kids one day and he saw reusable straws and he came over and he's like I got you a little thing and I was like what'd you get me and then he showed it to me and it was reusable straws I'm like he's like I was thinking about you and it's like those little things that they show you that they're thinking about you and that's always what I wanted and you've just always, you put so much effort into this relationship into me and you, you just have been so amazing. I'm trying. Yeah, you're so good. So that was the story of how we met and how he asked me to be his girlfriend. We haven't really, sh- we've never really, yeah. sh- I don't think I've shared that story with like anyone, to okay. be honest. So um, yeah, so that was it. So what do you guys think of the ring pop? So cute. Good, good move. It was a good move. I definitely like really want to share because I that's one question I get asked a lot by a lot of moms. They're like, how did you just go right back to dating? And like, how did you do this so quickly and stuff? And I one thing I really want to reiterate is when most, unless you've gone through a divorce, you don't really understand this. But your relationship ends not when the divorce or like the person moves out. The relationship ended a long time ago and you try to make things work or it doesn't work. And then you're just kind of holding out because like neither of you can take that next step of divorce or moving out or anything like that. So, But the relationship died a long time ago. And so I had a long long time to process it and to get there. And so that's why when he moved out and everything, I was just ready because I was also just tired of being alone and I was tired of always being in the house. And I'm a very social person. I was in college. Like I was a social butterfly. I'd be everywhere. I would never be sitting. I'd be doing something. Partying a lot. (laughs) I would always be doing something. And that's the thing. It's like, and then I lost that. And so I started, I was like, all my friends are married. I've got... Like, what do I do? And so I got on the dating apps and I, even though it was so scary, the first time I met someone, I told Ross this, the first time I went on a coffee date with someone, which is a verification date, by the way, I learned all about this because I picked the guy's brains about it, but it's a verification date because a lot of people don't trust the pictures that are posted because a lot of people look differently from their pictures. And so we met up for coffee and I remember giving myself a pep talk in the car. I'm like, Madison, you can do this. You can do this. <laughs> this is a coffee date, mind you. Yeah. I was so nervous. Because remember, I ha- I was with one guy for like 12 years. So and just like- so all of you guys know, Madison, even though she's on camera all the time, is very nervous, has a lot of social anxiety. Mm-hmm. She's uh, So if you see her out in public and you go up to her and say hi and i watch your shows and watch your channel she will be very nice to you but she'll be very nervous i'll be and very shy i'm very very shy and so i pushed myself put myself in that uncomfortable situation and i know that's what a lot of people are like how'd you do it? i'm like honestly you just have to push yourself give yourself the pep talk so let's hear about the pep talk what did yeah. the pep talk sound i like? just told myself i'm like madison you can do this like you know you're just gonna meet someone you're just going for coffee you'll be fine like and all this stuff and were you scared he was gonna kill you yeah i was also (laughs) scared i was like i'm meeting someone from the internet like who does this these these days because this was not a thing back then and yeah so make sure you always tell a friend where you are (laughs) share your location 
Um, cause you never know, but you do public locations and he ended up being extremely sweet. And we honestly like clicked and we talked for like two hours and we had a lot in common and I was like, oh my God, that was great. This is awesome. And so, yeah, that's, that was my first story of like getting in on it. But I just wanted to talk about, because I always get that question asked from people like, how did you do it? Yeah. You just have to push yourself. Like, how did you do it for your first date? Yeah. I mean, for me too, very similar story. Well, first of all, like same thing, like as far as relationship being over, like our relationship was over a long time ago. Not only that, like we had set a date for me to actually move out mm -hmm. like months in advance. Yeah. So I knew when I was moving out months before I actually moved out. Um, partly like the stress and anxiety of having to tell my kids for months because I knew I was going to have to have that talk. Mm -hmm. But I think if you're like fighting one day and like it's, you know, screaming and it's like, all right, I'm out of here. And like someone just leaves and like, that's it. That's like way harder because that's just like sudden and boom, you're probably not ready to go on a date anytime soon after that. I was in that situation. Yeah, I, but um, you, I didn't go. Yeah, I didn't go on a date after that and for like a month. Yeah, yeah. so I think that takes time. But mm -hmm. for, for me, like I had months. So and then as far yeah. as getting out there for the first time, I mean, I had no idea what to do or what to expect. I didn't know anything. I was just like, okay, um, I, I'm out. I'm single. Um, am I where? Am I gonna meet girls like at a bar, coffee shop, like yeah. friends, like? I will say this, I thought, not that I'm upset at all about it from my friends, I thought more friends of mine would like introduce me to <laughs> like single people they knew. But then I kind of realized that a lot of people my age that are married, they don't know a lot of single people. No. So I had this like thing in my brain, like, oh, my friends will like introduce me to single people they know. And then when I started asking my friends about it and like, yeah, don't you have any friends? I realized, no, like we're married, we have kids. Like we don't know any single people. Like um, yeah. if there's people that are single, they don't want to hang out with married people with kids. That's true. And no. so that was one thing. So like the intros from friends thing only I think happens maybe when you're younger. Yeah. Or more often when you're younger. Mm -hmm. And then the like meeting random people at bars or whatever, that's like how I used to meet people. But yeah. I, I mean, I guess it's probably still happens, but that's not like as common. Yeah. And now they have these things called dating apps. And I think the dating apps are awesome. Amazing. This fact is like because the craziest, craziest you, thing ever. You get to really, this is why I really liked them is I really got to know the person before I even meet them. Like I could see their profile, what they put on their profile and see where they live. Like kind of like, not like they're where they exactly live, but see their location, like how close are they? Cause it's, you, it's hard to have a relationship with someone far away if you have kids like there's just not time like it's, oh, okay first it's of all let, let's go back to this okay okay the way i describe the dating apps uh -huh. in general any of them that you're using mm -hmm. is more mind-blowing than like uber yeah like, if someone would have said to me like 10 years ago like yeah you're gonna be on this phone anywhere in the world you just like type a couple buttons in an app and someone random stranger picks you up in their car, <laughs> takes you to wherever you want to go. You don't even give them money. It's like all paid through an app. I'd have been like, you're crazy. You're out of your mind. Like, yeah, that's, that's true. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Same concept happened to me with the dating. I was like, wait, 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 wait a second. Okay. So you go on this app, you <laughs> open it anytime you want. You geolocates you, puts you anywhere you are in the world. You can open it and yeah. there's girls on there. There's always girls on there 24 hours a day. They're always single. They're always available. You can look at their profile. You can see a bunch of pictures from them, a video, um, often like what they do for work. Yeah. Or whatever. So that's something like you can actually like get to like kind of see. Age like, if they're not lying. Yeah. And all day, every day. Yeah. Like the concept of that <laughs> is just so insane. Yeah. And like, it just, I don't know, it just kind of blew my mind at first. Like I heard about it, but like, I never really thought about it because I was married. And then all of a sudden it's just like, and that's why it's overwhelming Yeah. because it, you know, it can get overwhelming. But yeah, definitely. the idea that there are women available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, anywhere in the world on this phone that you can connect <laughs> to is just, 
absolutely crazy. Right, to get so on them. Get into our questions. Yes, let's get into the questions. So. Okay, so Madison, I have some questions, kind of like we did in the first episode, where we're going to each ask each other the same question and see kind of how we answer it differently from the mm-hmm. male female perspective. We thought that would be good too for the dating apps. Yeah. So I'll start. Okay. Um, what did you know about the apps or what did you kind of wish you would have known before you got on the dating apps? So I learned a lot about the apps from my friend, Lauren, who's my lash girl. So I get my lashes done every other week. Shout out to Lauren. I love Lauren. We have fun with Lauren. And um, so she would just tell me all these dating stories that she was doing on these apps. Like I just, she's so much fun. And so she's telling me all about these dating stories. So then she also is the one that kind of told me like, this is what you need to look for on an app. Like kind of like, see if a guy has a lot on his profile, like, and he actually writes stuff on it. She goes, that means that he's actually being serious and he's actually trying to find someone. And then she goes, if a guy has like barely anything on his profile and it's like short little answers, that means he's He's a fuck boy and just trying to. What's a fuck boy? <laughs> I think everyone knows what that is. Like where they're just a player. It's like a, it's like this day and age term for a player. Gotcha. Um, and so basically that's what I knew what to look for. So I looked for people that had a lot on their profile that actually seemed like they were serious about wanting to get into a relationship. That's why I really liked your profile. It was very like, you had a lot on there. So I like that. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like what I knew about the apps beforehand was just from Lauren and so what to look for. But the one thing I do wish I would have known yeah. is that there's a lot of guys that are into serial dating. They love to serial date. And it's like, so you got to be really careful with that. I didn't really like counter it, but like I've just seen it like more and more. And it's like, yeah, guys love to serial date and they're not really looking for anything serious. They're just like, oh, how many dates can I get this week? So you got to be really mindful of that. Um, and I feel like it's not no, even men, oh, it's girls too. Yeah. Say, are there no women? No, there's girls too. Because I even talked to my ex about it because he got on them and like we had an open conversation about it and he said the same thing. He goes, like, these girls just want you to take them out to a nice dinner and that's it. Like, he goes, they don't want a relationship. They just literally just wanted you to take them out to meals. He's like, this is horrible. But is there anything wrong? Like, let's say you're a woman and let's just, whatever, you have kids, you don't have kids, but let's say you do have kids mm-hmm. and you're busy and you're like, you know what? I'm not looking for a boyfriend or something mm-hmm. that's serious or monogamous, but I'm lonely. I'd love to hang out with a nice guy who would take me out for a nice date. So what's wrong with that? I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I think you should be transparent about it beforehand. Okay. Fair enough. Because otherwise then you're just kind of using the person. I agree. Yeah. And there's probably a lot of men that would be like, all right, I'll take a girl on a nice date. I'm lonely as well. Yeah. And I don't, I, if she's a nice girl, and we'll go out and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I don't know, like, basically, like, the reason why I got on it was to help get myself back out there and get myself used to meeting new people. And I don't know, I just I'm kind of a daredevil in that sense, too. I feel like like, I did the same thing to myself in college, because it was really hard when I moved to a college mid year, yeah. never moved into the dorms. And I was like, how am I going to meet anyone like this is a commuter school. And I just came from Santa Barbara where I lived in a town full of college students. And this was so different when I went to Northridge. And so I joined a sorority. It's just out of the whim. I was like, I got to join a sorority. That's how I'm going to meet people. And I ended up actually meeting more of the sports people. And I hanged out more with the sports people rather than the Greek life. But that's how I got myself out there. And that's how I use the dating apps too to get into it. But yeah, what about you? What did you know about the apps? And what do you wish you knew about them? So I didn't know much at all. Um, I have a buddy, Nick, who um, was divorced and then met a girl on an app and then was like, got married. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, they work. Yeah. And um, there was a guy in my office that was single and like he had an app open one day and I was like, I was still married at the time. And I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. <laughs> and like, show it to me. <laughs> and so I started talking to girls as him. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. This is so funny. Um, and so that was like my only little bit of experience. Most, like almost all my guy friends are married and don't have experience with the apps and didn't really get any good advice. So I I didn't really know what I was doing. And, um, the one thing I probably should have done, which looking back is I should have found some girls that were like friends that are single that could have given me advice. 
mm-hmm. as to like, okay, like you're going on apps, like here's how they work, here's what they do from a gross perspective, here's how you should make your profile, and here's what you want to do, and here's what mm-hmm. you don't want to do. I should have done that, and yeah. I didn't. Um, but that's some good advice for people out there. And then as far as what I wish I would have known, I, I just didn't think about the female perspective mm-hmm. um, enough until like after I was on for a little bit. And, you know, thinking like, okay, I'm reaching out to this girl. She's got another hundred to a thousand guys reaching out to her. She's probably also dating guys mm-hmm. at different points in relationships with some guys or multiple guys. Just crazy. So when I started, like, one thing that just, like, frustrated me in the beginning, I just didn't understand. Now yeah. I get it is, so, like, you reach out to a girl, a girl reaches out to you, you start talking, and then she just ghosts you. <laughs> and you're just like, well, I don't understand. Like, why did you like even start reaching out to me first? Yeah. Or why are you talking to me back and forth and then just ghosting me? And then later I started realizing, oh, okay, well, it makes sense. Like I did the same thing. Like they probably have a boyfriend now. Uh, or they probably are just taking a break from the apps. No, or yeah, I would say take a- I would say taking a break from the apps. I, I did it to a couple people, but it was more so just because I can't talk to multiple people at once i was like i'm not the type of girl to date multiple people at once either like no i like i like to date just one person at a time and if i'm really like if i'm really liking them that's it like i can't date multiple people at once and then like when i had all these messages i'm just like that's just too much so i just started ghosting people i'm like you're just it's like so it's like anxiety like no yeah so so i really think about that so i was kind of like that part was annoying yeah. and frustrating. Kind of like, okay, like, all right. So anyway, I should have known a little bit more. I wish I would have known about that before I went on the apps. Mm-hmm. And then the one thing too was that um, I I was asking girls originally if they want to grab dinner. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that that's not what you should do. But that's what every guy does on the apps. They always ask for like dinner or so lunch I had, or like, a meal. Early on, I had one girl tell me like... Um, Let's not do dinner. Let's grab a drink. Which and is smart. We yeah. went to grab a drink, and she's like, "By the way, like you shouldn't ask girls to go for dinner. You should ask them to get a drink because oh. a lot of girls don't want to commit to a full dinner. They don't know like what who you are, what you look like. It's like a long period of time. Well, no, da-da. but that's and why so, they say do the coffee verification date. Why well, didn't do the coffee verification? Oh, you can do coffee. As it's well. a coffee verification date. I learned this from the first guy. Yeah, um, so you can do a coffee verification date, or you can do a drink. The drink is great because if they're, well, I never if, could go out at night. That was you couldn't. But yeah. if they're enjoying it, then they're like, you're at a place that has drinks. Usually, you can just have dinner. Mm-hmm. So you're like, hey, do you want to stay, or do you want to go some Ross and grab dinner, or do you want to have another drink? Depending on how the date's going. Mm-hmm. If it's not going well, and it's like you grabbed a drink, then you grab one drink. It's no big deal. So and then, then the girl can leave, or the guy can leave, and be like, all right, I got to go some Ross. It's nice to meet you. So you must have really liked our coffee date to go and take me to lunch the week after. You yeah. had a meal with me. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm not an idiot. (laughs) I never knew that. I mean, I knew about the drink or the thing because that's what they called the very, because that's the thing is, is like a lot of guys were a lot of guys and a lot of girls say the same thing. Like the people don't look like their pictures. So they do a quick little drink verification thing. Yeah. And, and I think that again, I I had no idea. I didn't know what I was doing. So in the beginning I was like, Hey, do you want to grab dinner? I thought that was what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And then I realized like, Oh, okay. It's just grab a drink. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so so interesting. All right. Next question. Um, so for the people out there that are on apps, have been on apps, might go on apps, what apps, like what dating apps specifically did you try and which ones did you like and not like? Yeah. I would love to hear for this from the audience. Um, but yeah, what did you guys yeah, like? like what works for you? What worked for you and all that. I would love to hear from you guys too. But for me, I tried Bumble and I tried Hinge. I made a profile on Match, but then I never used it. Um, but it was mainly Bumble and Hinge. And I quickly noticed that one, a lot of the same people that were on Bumble were on Hinge. I'm like, why are you getting two apps at once? Like, yeah. this is stupid. And then Bumble, I did not like because the girl had to be the one making the move and making like the initiation. I didn't like that. That's why I didn't do well on Bumble because none of the girls wanted to like me. 
Why? They know they had to make the first move. Well, well, I, I hated doing that. I feel like they should be the guys making the first move, even though I made the first move on you. So I guess I don't know. That's kind of funny how that worked out. Um, but that's why I didn't like Bumble. And then I thought the guys were way cuter on Hinge than they were on Bumble too. So I just thought that, like it was just I don't know. I just like the layout of hinge more than bubble but i did like the fact that bumble had an about me section so you can actually write a bio hinge does not have that hinge you should get that um i love that little bio thing and um but yeah hinge was like where it was at for me um and then it was really funny because i would match with someone on bumble and then i would match with the same person on hinge i'm like you're on freaking both platforms (laughs) so So are you yeah, I know, but I wasn't really using it. Like, uh, I don't know. So I mainly was Hinge. I was mainly Hinge. But um, what about you? Which ones did you try? Uh, There's like multiple so out there. Let's caveat this. I'm not the most tech savvy. Yeah, we know that already. So I have to help him with everything. I tried a few of the apps. They were just like too hard. <laughs> I was like, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> I couldn't even do Tinder. It was too hard. No, Tinder. You don't want to be on Tinder. Like, Tinder tried. is like the scariest freaking site ever. They have, it's just like, it's, Tinder's crazy. Like, so, it's crazy. Don't um, get on Tinder. So, so a couple of funny things. I tried Tinder, couldn't do it. It was too yeah. complicated for me. Got off. Tinder's weird. Then another one that I tried that was really funny was Facebook has one. Yeah. Facebook has a dating one. You did one. the Facebook one? And, um, yeah, so one, someone, one girl or someone was like, you should try the Facebook one. And I was like, oh, I didn't know they had what'd you, one. What did you think of the Facebook one? All the Facebook girls I met were international. Like, not in America. Um, I was getting a lot of love from Mexico. And, uh, oh, he speaks Spanish fluently, by the way, you guys. No, I don't. I speak a little bit of Spanish. No, he speaks Spanish. Um, so uh, I was getting a lot of love from Mexico. Mm-hmm. And then um, also a lot of Asian love. But like <laughs> Asians that were in the States. Okay. But were like... Um, just living here for a little bit. Like, I don't think they were born and raised in the States. Oh, uh, okay. But they were now in the States. So okay. I don't know why. It seemed like Facebook was, was more international. But oh, I didn't really use it. It wasn't yeah. that great. So, okay. um, and then I also did Bumble and Hinge. I got basically nowhere on Bumble. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I would say about Bumble for me, and I don't know if you guys feel this way or not, but I felt like a lot of the girls on Bumble their main thing was like, I'm not on here that often. If you want to meet, like hit me up on IG. So it was taking me from Bumble to Instagram. Well, first of all, I never really had an Instagram. So that was not good for me. (laughs) Um, And then when I started like finally making an Instagram, Mm -hmm. I didn't really... I had like four pictures on there. Yeah, you guys, he's not a social media person. Like, I just want to make that very clear. Like, he's not like not a social media person. So I was like, all right, shit, like this girl's cute. She wants me to hit her up on Instagram. I'm gonna Mm -hmm. message her on Instagram. She's gonna be like, this guy's has four people all (laughs) him on Instagram. Is this a fake profile? He has four pictures, exactly. Like, what is this? So I was like, ah, okay, that didn't work out so well. So I'm assuming that's why Instagram probably just didn't work out so well for me. Hence, Bumble didn't really work out for me. Yeah. Um, But it could be because the girls have to make the first move. Is that right? Yeah, the girls have to make the first move on Bumble, Um, which I didn't like. And so I got no love there. Yeah. Uh, And then Hinge obviously worked out well. Not only did I meet you, but I met other women there. And so um, for me, Hinge worked. I'm also assuming that there's a ton of other dating apps that we don't even know about that are great. So if you guys, are there any dating apps out there that we don't know about that you guys have used and had a lot of success with or you think are great? Are there new ones that have come out in the last year that are great? I mean, I Mm -hmm. I wouldn't consider us dating app experts at all. No, I, I was not even really on it. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, definitely put those in the comments down below because I think it might help other people that are, right. you know, that are dating after divorce or anything. Yeah. Like, we'd love to hear it from you guys or even put it in the Facebook group as well. So, I have a question is what is your, what was your strategy when you actually met them though? Like, what was like, what were the things that you brought up? Like, what were your like kind of like things that you would look for in a girl and things that you'd be like, no, that I did not want this? Like, how, like, what, what was your strategy when you actually dated? Cause I feel like for you because you actually dated people i did yeah, really. i think for me um in the beginning uh-huh 
I, I wasn't looking. I mean, I, I think basically the women are going to ask you the same questions, right? You go out and grab a drink and the women, it's like, I think it's just cut to the chase. Mm-hmm. Like nobody has time for bullshit. Like we're all adults here at this point. We have kids. Yeah, all, you know, definitely kids. when you're dealing like, with someone with kids. You know, it's like, we're not, not here the- to like lie or be fake or waste time. Yeah. And like, I was very transparent with that. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, like I'm not here to waste time. I'm not here to waste your time. I don't have a lot of time. Like, tell me your story. What's my story? What's your story? And just cut right through yeah. it. I'm very blunt. Every girl was like, whoa, like yeah. I'm a little much. Like every yeah. girl said that. Yeah. Like you're a little too open, a little too honest, a little too blunt. Some girls find that, um, I think they appreciated it yeah. because they could tell that like, I wasn't trying to like play any games and I wasn't mm-hmm. trying to pretend something that I wasn't. Yeah. At the same time, I think it can be a little too much. Like I was just like too in their face and yeah. asking too many questions right away. Well, you are but, very much like the one thing that you are is you're, you ask a lot about, you ask them a lot of questions. Yes. You're not one to sit there and talk about yourself. And that's he the, loves that's the to key, get to know a person. That's the key for all men out there that are listening. Just shut up and ask questions. You can just have a date. Yeah. Ask questions. Keep asking questions. If they try to ask you a question, keep your answer short. Ask them a question. Mm-hmm. You end up like 30 minutes to an hour in. The girls talk the whole time. And she'll be like, oh, he's the greatest guy. Yeah. He's so nice. When you really don't have to say anything. So um, I would ask a lot of questions. Yes. And then at some point after they answered the questions... I get the same thing every time. Like, all right, look, like Ross, I've talked the entire time. You haven't said one thing about yourself. Now you got to answer the question. Yeah. But I would say yeah. so. Everyone, every woman asks, like, what's your story? Yeah. Like, why are you? Because we all want to know. Because we're like, okay, like, are there any red flags? A <laughs> lot of red flags, and um, yeah. So I, I think, and mm-hmm. overall, like, everyone would say this to me, like. All the dates I went on, mm-hmm. I didn't have any like crazy experiences and have any bad experiences. Like, yeah. I know a lot of people, I didn't date for that long because I met the unicorn, but um, ultimately I'm sure maybe if I would have gone on more dates and more time, I would have had more crazy stories. But overall, I met like really nice women and everything was fun. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I was just curious about what your strategy was when you actually met them and like what you actually looked for. So I, I, I think that's like the nerve wracking part. I know quickly when I met people, I really looked for a guy who was assertive and who could get a waiter's attention. Oh my goodness. I hated it when I was on it because I only went on four dates. I only went on four dates and you're one of them. <laughs> but two of them were younger around my age. And I noticed that there was a big difference with um, with that was that they weren't as assertive or could get a waiters. I was like, I need someone with a voice. And I love that about you. I was like, oh, this guy is so assertive. He gets shit done. Like, I love your, oh my God, I love your voice. And that was some one thing that I really liked about you was like, even like how like blunt you were and stuff. I was like, he gets to the point, like he's assertive. Like I love that. Cause I was like, he's a man, like, yes. I think that's a good point. Not that I'm a man, but it's a good point to like, just like be yourself. Yeah. Right. Like you're like, okay, I was blunt and to the point, but I was like that on every date with every girl. Mm-hmm. And that's just like kind of who I am. Yeah. And yeah, I'm sure some girls were like, fuck's wrong with this guy. But ultimately that's fine. <laughs> um, ultimately, if it's going to lead yeah. to a second date or a third date, mm-hmm. it's better to just be yourself and yeah. let them know your situation. Be honest, be like, everyone's coming into a relationship even if you're in high school right now you're starting a new relationship and you're in high school you're coming in with baggage yeah so what is it Mm -hmm. and it could just be that you've never been in a relationship before if you're in high school like i've never had a boyfriend or girlfriend never kissed anybody before that Mm -hmm. could be your baggage your, your nervousness your anxiety okay fine all the way to the older we are you know we all are coming into it with something yeah and so i think the more we are open about that, the easier it is to, and that's why I would ask a lot of probing questions to kind of understand, yeah. okay, what what's this woman like and what's mm-hmm. her baggage and what's her story and like that, and going from there. I mean, again, it's a little different for me because um, like let's say six months of mm-hmm. me dating, I was having fun and I wasn't looking for anything serious and I wasn't trying to have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Then I got, exhausted from it and over like that christmas break i was in florida for three weeks with my family and doing some work and 
the apps were just like crushing me. It was just like too many girls, too many different people, too mm -hmm. many text messages. I was exhausted. And I was just like, okay, like maybe I should just try to have a girlfriend and mm -hmm. just one girl. Doesn't mean she's going to be my like wife. Just like try to have one girl and only date one girl at a time. Yeah. And see how that goes because otherwise it's too overwhelming. And in my brain, I was like, well, Madison is so far the nicest, coolest, and hottest one. So when I get back to San Diego in January, I'm just going to be blunt and just be like, look, like, do you have time do you, to try to, you know, have a relationship and mm -hmm. da 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 and like see if she really is looking for a boyfriend? And I was like, look, worst thing that happens is she says, no, the timing's not right. Okay. It doesn't mean we have to like ruin things because maybe she just says, no, not right now, but like, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I still wasn't going to like, let you go go um <laughs> and so ultimately i think it's a little bit easier too in that fr frame of mind so mike yeah. when i was on the dates there really wasn't any pressure so yeah it's a lot easier when you're actually really trying to find someone and like you really want to find a boyfriend or girlfriend yeah. it's probably just totally different i always had guys like ask me that question like what are you looking for and i always said to them i go i'm not looking for anything i don't go looking for a relationship because i know that's not how you find one i know that it's gonna pop up when you least expect it and so i was more so just trying to get myself out there and meet new people and get comfortable with that again and then i told myself i go i know it's gonna hit me like out of nowhere and it's going to happen and it's going to be natural and organic and genuine. And I go, it, it's just going to happen. And so I just told my, that's what I would tell the people. I told you that when you asked me. Yeah, but it's a little unfair because for you, like you have 700,000 guys that wanted to go out with you. Well, so no, it's not, not everybody has that. Well, no, it's not that, Ultimately, but I'm saying I like when I ask was, do you have time or do you want to yeah. make the time to actually be in a relationship. Yeah, and I told you, yeah. I said I would make the time for the for, right guy. For the no, you not didn't for say the right. For me. No, I said no, I. You did not I, say for I me. I said if I really like someone, I will make the time for them, and I made the time for you. Right, but that's not. Yeah, that's how you answered the question. I and it was just fine, and I was like, okay, again, she didn't say she'd make the time for me. She said she'd make the time for someone, which is again, she's not saying totally yes, but she's definitely not saying no. I'm like, yeah. all right, let's go. I remember because that was like our first like lunch date back to get like you know after we haven't yeah. really seen each other for a while, yeah, and because I, cause I while. you were doing your thing and I was doing my thing, I wasn't ready, and then finally in January it's like you were the one I was like okay like this guy I've been talking to for a long time I've only met him twice but I was like I'm going to give I'm going to give someone a chance and we went to lunch and you asked me those questions and then we planned a date on a Sunday and we went you asked me what do you want to do and I said I don't know I haven't I don't yeah, get that's out that's another thing for the guys out there yeah it was like our first real date and I didn't know what to do so I just gave her options I don't know mm -hmm. if that's a great strategy, but it worked out well. Yeah. So I was like, I gave her like five things that we could do. And actually was surprised by her answer, which is why it's good. Instead of me saying like, hey, I'm going to take you on a date. I planned a date. I just said, okay, these are five things we could do. Gave her the options. And one of them was mini golf. And she picked mini golf. And I was like, yes, let's go. And <laughs> like, that's awesome. And yeah. what was funny is I knew she was kind of quiet, a little shy. Mm -hmm. And I actually thought she was going to choose movie. And I knew she watched a lot of movies. And then she's like, why would I want to go on a movie on a date when I can't even talk to you? I was like, okay, well, I'm glad I didn't say let's go to a movie. Yeah, I hate movie dates. Like, they're the worst. You're not even really getting to talk to the person. Like, that is such – you need to do something that you actually get to know the person at and talk. And I love – I'm competitive. And when he said mini golf, I was like, let's go. I want to do mini golf. And I was so competitive with you. But that was, like, the best day because we were asking questions. You were asking questions about my family because that's, like, he was – asking questions because this is what he was looking for in someone is he wanted to find someone who came from a good family had good relationships with friends and family because that's what was really important to him so we both really opened up with each other during that mini golf day and we just clicked she was beating me in the beginning i was yeah. nervous you were not nervous you were doing well in the beginning I you got I, hole I, in one I early got, on i got two hole in ones that whole time yeah <laughs> 
but I won. You won, yeah. Oh God, see, we're so competitive with each other. But no, it was. I remember that day, and this is why I always say to people like, "What you just don't go looking for it because you just never know what's going to happen." And with us, I knew after that day, I was like holy crap, I'm going to fall for this guy. Like I just could just like, I was like, we just clicked. And there was other dates. Like, it's not just that you were the first one I gave a chance to. It's that I went on other dates. I went on a date with that guy after we did that mini golf date on Wednesday because I canceled on him to meet up with you instead. And I met this really sweet guy. He was, he's such a sweetheart. Um, but he was just almost just too timid for me. And, um, I think like no connection, no nothing. And then I was like, I like Ross. Like I go, he, we just, it just clicked. And I knew I was going to fall for you. Like I just knew it. And that's what I, you just, you just don't know when it's going to happen. You don't know how easily you're going to click with someone. And that's how it was for us. It was so easy to open up to you. I felt comfortable with you and I just fell so hard for like I love you. I don't know. It's just Thanks, it's just babe. like I'm just saying like you just never know when it's going to happen and yeah, it's just I don't know. It was such okay. a good date. All right. So, what advice do you have for men? We've talked a little bit about it, but specifically men mm -hmm. using dating apps from the woman's perspective, what advice do you have? For men, for what I have advice for you is to be very transparent on your profile. Uh Use pictures of yourself that are recent, not from 10 years ago. And uh, basically, also, if you have kids, make it transparent and say that you have kids. There's so many guys out there that don't put that on their profile and they try to hide the fact they have kids and you date. Like, this is what I learned from my friend is she's been on dates with guys, had no idea they had kids and boom, they had a kid. And then one of them tried to bring them on, on their first date. It was so weird. Don't do that. Don't bring your kids on your date and don't introduce them to a bunch of people until you actually know that this person's going to be here for the long haul. So my advice would be very transparent. Say what you are actually looking for on the dating apps. Use recent pictures. And if you have kids, let them know that you have kids. And um, that's what I would definitely say. Mm -hmm. What about you? What would you get for men? Um, similar ish, I would say for the men out there, if you're going on dating apps, be yourself, be authentically yourself. Um, like she said, use, use the recent pictures, uh, the girls like more. So like put some time and effort into it. Don't be too cool for school. Don't show pictures of you working out, going to the gym, <laughs> or your muscles, uh, girls hate that. Yeah. Um, and I, I think, like she said, you know, if you have kids, if you've been divorced, if you've been in a long relationship, um, don't try to be like too cool. Like if you're interested in like traveling the world and going to nice restaurants and uh, I'll take you here and I'll take you there, like the girls are going to read right through that. Yeah. You're infinitely better be more self-deprecating and more just look the girls you're single for a reason dude like <laughs> um be honest about why you're single and girls are gonna be more attracted to you yeah um ex you know try to come off that like you do have issues we know that you're single we know that you have anxiety we know that you're scared we know that you're nervous we know that mm -hmm. um you know girls are way more mature they're smarter than guys so like they can read through the guys so quickly um mm -hmm. So I think it's easier to just be authentic and be yourself. And the girls know you're bringing baggage to the relationship. They know you've probably been in other relationships that obviously haven't worked out. So just bring that. And yeah. then the second part is just shut up and just ask questions. Because if you just ask a lot of questions and the girls will get more comfortable with you, you'll get to learn more about them. And that'll help you with how you're going to answer questions later when they yeah. start at grilling you with questions. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I would say. And, and just, you know, be, you know, like I said, life is short, be kind. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just try and be nice about things. Uh, you know, one thing I'll say to the guys, too, is all the girls talk. So if you're in a city and you're dating... Don't think that you're not dating the whole city because you are. Be careful. There's... There's groups on Facebook. Yeah, so all the girls out there are talking about you. <laughs> oh, and yeah. they know uh, if you're out there dating a lot of different women in a city. Um, so just remember that. 
Um, and I think that also, like, if you're really kind and really respectful, then that also will spread, right? So, mm -hmm. like, your reputation, like, oh, he's, he's a really nice guy. And, like, I don't know, like, he just didn't like me or I just didn't like him. But he's a good guy. I even had a girl that I went on a date with that, like, I just, like, didn't vibe with a lot. But, I like, she was fine. Mm -hmm. And she was even like, can I introduce you to some of my single friends? Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Um, and so that's my advice for the guys is just keep it real. Um, don't try to act like you're somebody you're not. I'm more, if, if you're going to err on one side, err that you're not that cool and you're not that great because then you're going to be more mm -hmm. authentic and it's going to be more you. Um, I didn't do a great job with the pictures because I just didn't have any. But if you yeah. have recent pictures, that's good. I had pictures with me and my kids because, you know, I was looking for someone who ultimately like long-term wanted someone to have kids and then obviously i wanted them to know i had children because that that changes your whole like life and what you can do and what you can't do mm -hmm. so that's my short long answer for the men out there that's good all right so last question <laughs> what advice do you have for the women using the apps my advice for the women use recent pictures don't over edit your pictures um, they're going to meet you and they're going to see what you look like in person. Yes, they will. So that's a really huge thing. Um, be also very transparent on your profile. It goes for both hand in hand. Be transparent about what you're looking for. If you're looking for a relationship, say that. I'm looking for a relationship. Um, let people know that that's what you're looking for. Because remember, what your pictures and the type of pictures that you post, you're, that's what you're going to attract. And... Um, if you're looking for someone who's also looking for a relationship, then set your profile up for that. And so be transparent. If you've got kids, let them know you have kids. Let them know that your kids are a priority. Um, and yeah, I would I would kind of keep it the same thing. You know, okay. sorry, it's about this. It's this. It goes both ways. So I don't know. What about you? What advice? Um, for women. Yeah. I, first and foremost, like guys care about appearance and how you look. Let's just be honest. Let's just be real about it. So pick the right pictures because that's what guys are going to look at the most. And like Madison said, like if we're going to meet you, like, you know, I, the one thing I would say on the apps, like, okay, a couple things with the app specifically. Women can make themselves through makeup and hair and everything look totally different. Yeah. Guys can't don't do that, or at least I don't know how to do that. <laughs> and so like you look at one picture and then you look at another picture and you're like, is that the same girl? Yeah. Like that was weird. And a lot of girls did that. I don't know if it was like trying to show like the many sides of them with like really? the different hairdos and the different outfits and the different makeup, but that part's weird. I didn't Second know that. Second thing, women, stop putting pictures and apps with friends. It's awful. Oh, Guys yeah. don't know which one is who and which <laughs> one is you and which one's your friend. And so many times I'm defaulting that if you're putting a picture of you and your friends, you're putting your hot friends in the picture and then yeah. like showing me that like your friends are hotter or vice mm -hmm. versa. You're the hot one and you're in pictures with girls that aren't as cute and you're trying to show that you're hotter. It's like so confusing. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, you know, put some effort into it. Like take some good pictures. I think the same thing for guys and girls. Like guys, like put some effort into it. Mm -hmm. it. It's the same concept. Like I don't understand. And again, like if you're going to a bar to pick up men or women, like mm -hmm. you don't have to like dress like a million dollars but don't dress like 10 cents like the yeah. same concept like on the apps like present yourself like in a good light if you're on a dating app and you're trying to attract somebody like make yourself look presentable as best as you possibly yeah. can if that's the whole point of being on the dating app is to find someone. Exactly. And I, again, I just really want to emphasize that what your profile is is what you're going to attract. Yeah, so. and so I think for girls, um, I would say, I, and then don't I, put the thoughty pictures of showing your butt and everything because you're going to attract a certain type of male for that. Yeah, I'm that's, that's what you're looking for. Yeah. And then, and then I think also um, for the apps for the girls, like specifically, mm -hmm. um, I think that it's good if you you're getting reached out to like too often or whatever it is. It's just overwhelming. Um, 
be a little bit more transparent with the guys. Yeah. Like, just be, like, a little bit more... I, I think that was hard, too. It's just like, mm-hmm. okay, if you're dating someone else or you have a boyfriend or you're, you're taking a break. Like, I had a couple girls tell me, look, hey, thanks for reaching out. I just wanted you to know, like, I'm done dating right now. I'm taking a break. I need a break from the apps. I need a break from dating. Like, um, you know, if I get back on a couple of months, I'll let you know. Like, great. Yeah. Like, have some respect for the other people. Mm-hmm. And I think... You know, it's usually men chasing the women, but I think that the women need to have some respect back to the men. I agree. Um, especially I agree. that the men are putting in the effort to like reach out to you or say something like, you know, either just do nothing or have some respect if you do have a conversation with them or mm-hmm. you match with them or you, you like them and then you decided you're not interested anymore for whatever reason. You could always lie about why you're not interested, which I'm sure women do all the time, but just have some respect on that side because I think it just makes it better for everybody. Yeah, I agree. It's a mutual respect. All right. What do you guys think? Uh, Did you learn anything? Uh, Was this fun? What questions do you guys have for us? If you have more questions about the apps and relationships, put them down below or on Instagram or um, Facebook. Yeah, if you put them in the comments down below with Ross and I one night, like you know, when the kids after going to bed, we'll answer them. We'll go on. We'll go on Instagram. You guys follow us on Instagram, Pan and Unicorn, and we'll go and answer them there. And um, yeah, I know this was a lot because this is. The interesting part, like we talked about our, you know, getting divorced and everything in the last episode. And this is like the next step after divorce is getting yourself out there and, and being vulnerable and dating again. And it's, it's hard and it's exciting at the same time, but I hope that you guys found this episode helpful and also kind of getting to know a little bit how we met in our story. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Give the video, give this podcast video a thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube. We also are on Apple. We're on Spotify. We're on Google. We're on Amazon. We're on everything. So if you like to listen to podcasts and not watch them, go check those ones out. Um, everything is linked down below for you guys. And then also make sure you tune in next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's when the next episode will be out. And we will see you guys then. We love you. Thank you. you. We love you. Send some love. Yes, send some love.